Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're talking about refreshing your media kit for the year and for the quarter. I actually completely redesigned my media kit for Emma's edition this year. And so if you are looking to refresh your media kit, this podcast episode is for you. But before we get started, you might be asking yourself, what is a media kit? So if you haven't heard of what a media kit is before, a media kit is essentially a resume of who you are as a brand. Your media kit should pull in all your social media, blog, podcasts, and web platforms. And your media kit can also include audience demographics, as well as previous brand partners or clients that you've worked with. I feel like I've seen media kits that are one page long, two pages long, and sometimes even 10 pages long, depending on whether or not you want to include case studies and other brand work that you've done in the past. Personally, my recommendation is just keeping it between maybe one and three pages, but it's totally up to you how long you want your media kit to be. So one question I get as a creator is how often should you be refreshing your media kit? So you can be refreshing your media kit as often as you'd like, but I personally recommend either updating your media kit either once a month or once a quarter. And so for me, I was in desperate, desperate need to update my media kit this quarter. And so I actually just updated it once and I've only made minor tweaks since updating and refreshing my media kit. So where can you create and build your media kit? So personally, I designed my media kit on Canva. I have seen a lot of different media kits and I feel like I just want to make my own at this point. And so I've always used, you know, Canva and I've, I've looked at different templates that they have on there, but I always end up just creating my own. You can also create your media kit on Adobe Expressed. Microsoft Word, if that's something that you are, you know, you have something that you already have access to, or you can also buy a pre-made media kit from Etsy. There's lots of different ways to create a media kit and also purchase ones that have already been designed. So now we're going to get into it, friends. We're going to talk about what I refreshed on my media kit because this is the first time in a long time that I did like a huge media kit refresh. So first things first, I refreshed my logo and all my colors. And so last year I worked with ESM Creative Studio to create a new logo and pick new colors for Emma's edition. So basically I, I updated my website. So that was one of the things that I did do. But last year, even with all my updated colors and fonts and um, yeah, just like all those design elements that we worked on, I realized that it wasn't even reflected on my media kit. So with my media kit, the first thing I did was import my new logo. And then from there, made sure that I was using the designated colors that we picked as well as the fonts that we picked. And so now my media kit, you know, is actually fully reflected of my brand and there's brand alignment between my website and also my media kit when I send it out to brand partners and influencer agencies. Secondly, I refreshed my mission statement. And so in addition to 
doing a big brand update of logos, colors, and fonts. I worked with my business coach, Brie, last year to rework my mission statement. Um, And so my new mission statement is to inspire others to create their own experiences and style one adventure at a time. And so I really wanted my travel content pillar reflected in my mission statement. And so we decided to include that one adventure at a time because as a travel creator, I highlight both local travel, I highlight new cities that I've been to and international cities. So I wanted to call out adventure, but keep it broad for the different types of travel that I do. And so for example, right now, right, like I'm in a different life stage, I'm currently pregnant and with all the appointments that are going on between physical therapy and my regular therapy appointments and my OBGYN appointments, it's really hard for me to plan any any international trips right now or even visit new cities outside of Washington state. Chances are I have an appointment at least once a week that I need to account for. And then on my busiest weeks, I literally will have like three different appointments that I have to get to. And so I am doing a lot more local travel. Um, And so exploring local cities like Bellevue, Seattle, or nearby cities, you know, in those surrounding areas like Renton or Burien or Tequila or Kirkland. And so I'm I'm still incorporating travel into my content and that's still reflected in my mission statement. Um, you know, you can you notice that I put one adventure at a time, right? And so again, adventure can be as broad as you make it, as specific as you make it. And I feel like even in this life stage, my mission statement still captures the essence of travel and still calls out my original content pillars of fashion and style. And then I also feel like I'm able to capture, you know, those content creation passions because I I put the create your own experience. And so um, that's also kind of like a fun way the how I've incorporated content creation is just like making sure that that's tied in there. And so if you have reworked your mission statement, it might be time to also update that into your media kit. I mean, I literally like have that mission statement outlined like right underneath my name. And so um, when brands and agencies are looking at my media kit, they know exactly what my purpose is. You know, they can see those content pillars and there's no second guessing on what I do. So the third thing I refreshed on my media kit this quarter and this year are all my stats. So I updated my social media, blog, and podcast stats. And I am so glad I recently checked my Google Analytics because I recently hit 40,000 monthly page views. And I haven't done this, you guys. And like the last time I hit, I think 40,000 is probably pre-pandemic. So in 2020, I was starting to drive these page views. Um, And then obviously it took a big hit during the pandemic when people stopped traveling, a lot of my travel content, (laughs) all of that, you know, people were just searching it less, but now it's back up. So this is actually like, I'm so glad that I looked at my Google Analytics you know, this quarter this year, because I've been thinking about starting to put advertisements on my blog just for passive income. And I've heard that you need those page views in order to apply. And I think, I think the minimum is like maybe 30,000 or even 50,000, if not a hundred thousand monthly page views for ads. And so 
for me, it's like, if that's one thing I can add on as a passive income stream, I mean, I want to be able to do that. And so I want to make sure that it's included in my blog stats on my media kit. And it's so funny, you guys, I actually had a call with an agency today and they, and it's not for sure yet whether or not they want to add on like a blog post to this long-term campaign. But one of the reasons they picked me is because I had a blog. And so I was very surprised that like that was still one of the factors that they look at. And so um, I'm very grateful that if you have a blog, even if you haven't created new content, like still make sure that your platform is like reflected on your media kit because you never know you know, when you want to bring that on for a brand campaign. And so again, was not expecting a brand to even like consider a blog post in 2023, but here we are. They're literally considering me because I have a blog. Secondly, um, I added my email newsletter to my stats. And so I feel like I've been sleeping on my email newsletter for years. And finally, last year when I brought on my VA, um, my little sister Angelica, she's been managing my email newsletter. And so even though I only have about 1,500 subscribers, we average between a 30 and 40% open rate. And so if you don't know anything about email marketing, I'm kind of with you. I just know a 30% open rate's like pretty incredible. And so I'm, yeah, I'm very happy that like there's a email newsletter that's consistent. And then I'm also happy with that open rate. And I made sure to include that in my media kit. The last major thing I updated my media kit with is a photo of me with a baby bump. And so um, I decided to update my photo. You can subtly see the baby bump. I'm not, I don't think right now per se, that I'm going to change my entire feed and all the content that I create just for motherhood and and baby. But I think as a lifestyle creator, I will just naturally talk about what it's like to go through this life stage, how I'm continuing to create content online, you know, as a new mom. Um, I feel like there's like other avenues I'm going to incorporate it. And I've always naturally just talked about my next life stage, you know, on social media, on the podcast and on the blog. And so wanted to update my photo. So that was reflected, but yeah. So if you have not updated your stats, your photo, your mission statement, your new logos or colors and fonts, this is a great time to look at your media kit to make sure that it's really up to date and reflective of who you are as a brand and what you want to share and present to potential clients, to potential brand partners. And just a few other things you might want to refresh or look at on your media kit um, if you've made changes. I recommend making sure your email address is on your media kit. And so if you've updated your email address, make sure that email address is the correct one. One thing I've also learned is that, you know, PR professionals will jump to different agencies and sometimes they save those media kits and they may not have, you know, access to their former contact list, right? But if they have your media kit and your email address is on there, it makes it that much easier for them to get in contact with you. I also recommend making sure your location is reflected on your media kit. So if you've recently moved, you know, maybe you moved from Dallas to Minneapolis, like make sure that your location has been updated. 
And then the last thing to look at if you have made changes this year are your content pillars. So if you've pivoted or changed direction with your page, make sure that your content pillars are also updated on your media kit. You can straight up call out this content pillars like you literally like on mine. It's like Seattle content creator, fashion and lifestyle or whatever that may be. Or a great way to integrate this is in your about me section. So if you have a little description of who you are, you can literally call out, oh, you know, I love to create content or I love to create fashion content for the everyday girl. Or you can write something like, you know, I've recently discovered my passion for interior design. Follow me as I transform each each room in our home with, you know, neutral, boho, whatever your design aesthetic is. And so there's lots of ways to incorporate your content pillars in your media kit and just make sure it is reflected. All right, friends. So I hope you enjoyed this episode about what I did to refresh my media kit in 2023. If you have not refreshed your media kit yet, this is your sign to do so. And if you have any other questions about your media kit, feel free to just send me a message on Instagram after you've listened to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.